Welcome to this week's Greenside Up. This is Richard Henschel with the University of Illinois Extension Service. Well, last week I talked at length about what we can do for our lawns. This week would be a good time. We're, give or take, kind of halfway through the vegetable gardening season. What I would want to share is that with the kind of weather-related situations we've had with the cloudy days, all the rain, plants grow, insects develop, diseases happen because of the weather, and in particular, there's a, a phrase we use called growing degree days. This is what helps trigger plants to start to flower, produce vegetables and fruits. This is what triggers insects, for example, to begin their life cycle so they coincide with their host plants, things of that nature. And we just really haven't had a lot of growing degree days. They're out there, but the accumulation is seemingly very slow compared to what compared to what it ought to be. So things are happening. Plants are growing slowly. The humidity has been high in a lot of cases. Again, cloudy days. So when that occurs, other things happen. And I just wanted to cover a few of the things that are going on in the vegetable garden. First, the soils are staying um, wetter than they should be, which is making weeding difficult. You're better off, if you can, to kind of just bend over or lean in and pull the uh, weed up in, in its entirety rather than trying to take a hoe or a digger and work the ground. Uh, the ground has just been too wet, too soggy, and we can destroy the soil structure in any kind of activity like that. We've also had a fair amount of disease out in the garden, in particular lots and lots of calls to the extension office have been about tomato diseases, tomato foliage diseases. We haven't had any fruits to speak of yet to have something happen to them, which could, of course, but we are experiencing a lot of tomato foliage diseases. There is early blight. There is septoria leaf spot. There's bacterial blight. Um, I have seen a lot of that going on in many larger, more commercial settings. For the home gardener, we're probably dealing with early blight, maybe septoria leaf spot. And these are just conditions that occur when we have the kind of weather we've had with high humidity, poor air circulation. Those weather conditions really promote those diseases. These diseases are there in the soil. They overwinter, they're around, they're about, and all it takes is a rain event to splash soil up onto the lower leaves of the tomato plant, and these diseases are off and running. So what can we do? One of the easiest things for the home gardener to do, if you're not growing heritage or antique varieties, is to grow a strong F1 hybrid that has those disease resistances built in by the plant breeders. This takes care of a lot of it, but in a year like we're having with high disease pressure, even resistant varieties are going to show some of these diseases. Usually what happens, the disease is limited to a spot on the leaf or the plant sections it off so that the disease no longer spreads, but the disease still could be present on a resistant variety. It also means that the resistant variety still goes ahead and will grow and produce fruits for us versus a highly susceptible variety where every leaf on the plant may be devastated, the plant collapses, and we've lost the plant for the season. Some of the things we can do to help out in a year like this, if you can, it's the sunlight when we have it that penetrates into the canopies. It's the air circulation around the tomato plants, for example, that keep these diseases down. So if you can, you may need to, you hadn't planned on it, but maybe uh, you can stake the tomatoes up, get them higher versus allowing them to uh, just kind of pile on the ground like we normally do. 
There are suckers within a tomato plant. This is vegetative growth that comes out between the main stem and a leaf axle. This just makes the plant thicker and fuller and more difficult for that sunlight or the air to move through it. So sometimes if you can, sucker the plant, get rid of those suckers. Eventually they would produce flowers and fruit, but you've got plenty of good plant there that will. So if you can get the suckers out of there, that might help. Anything you can do to increase air circulation, anything you can do to promote more sunlight getting down into the canopies of these plants is very helpful. I mentioned the heritage or antique varieties. Again, they really have either none, none at all, or very little resistance to some of these foliar diseases. They're great varieties in good years. It's just going to be a struggle this year with the weather, as you're maybe already finding out. Some of the other crops that have given us fits, vine crops this year, a lot of times while we expect them to have powdery mildew towards the end of the season anyway as a natural phenomena as the plants begin to senesce and shut down for the season, getting powdery mildew in the earlier part of the season or mid part of the season is going to impact productivity. So we really don't want that. Again, F1 hybrid, very helpful. We have a tendency always to plant more vine crops than we need. So pay attention to spacing when we're putting them out in the garden. This is a, a thought for next year, of course. Another consideration for next year, if the problem's already in the garden this year, is are you planting a big, strong vining type? Are we planting a bush-type vine crop? So pay attention to those seed catalogs next time around and maybe try something different out in the yard. Vine crops with all the wet soil also can have issues with something called belly rot. It's a uh, Phytophthora or Pythium uh, water mold. And anytime the fruit is laying directly on the ground, that opportunity for a belly rot to occur does exist. So that's another one. We've had our issues with our garden plants this year already. A lot of us just been, we're not seeing the growth we expect. We're not seeing that strong development, and that's because of the growing degree days. And then the level of soil moisture and the higher levels of humidity because of that are really promoting some of our stronger year here for some of our foliar diseases. So pay attention out in the garden. Do what you can to alleviate the lack of air circulation and lack of sun getting in. And hopefully for the rest of our gardening season, we'll have better weather. Well, this has been Richard Henshaw with this week's Green Side Up. It's always a pleasure. I'll be back again with everybody again next week.